Welcome, everyone, to the College Parent Podcast. My name is Hannah Hansen. And my name is Katherine McCann. And we want to thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we will be interviewing Renee Schultz and discussing the realities of what it means to be both a student and a college athlete and how parents can support their student in navigating this balancing act. Renee Schultz is beginning her fifth year as Associate Athletic Director for Student Services and Senior Women Administrator and has been on staff at Belmont University for 17 years. Renee assists with the overall management of the athletics department by overseeing the day-to-day operations of the athletic teams, be that with academic support, one-on-one meetings, or helping with recruitment of prospective athletes. As a former collegiate athlete herself, a coach, and a parent, we agree that she's the perfect person for us to chat with on this topic. So let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome, Renee, to the College Parent Podcast. Um, Our first question for you today is, Renee, what would you say is the number one thing parents should understand about their child's experience as a student athlete? Yeah, first of all, I just want to say thanks for having me here today. I'm excited to talk about this topic and and feel like uh, given my role and and my work with student athletes that uh, I'm a decent candidate to at least talk about this topic. So um, what I will say, something that's uh, really important for parents to understand is that when an athlete arrives on campus, they are going to have a built-in support network from day one. Not only on their team are they going to have a built-in support network, but they're going to have coaches and administrators and athletic trainers and strength and conditioning coaches just within the walls of athletics. And outside of that, there will be an additional support team of campus resources that are available to them. So often times parents think that the coach is the only person that is there. That is not the case. There is a whole village that surrounds these student athletes to help them to be the best versions of themselves. Amazing. Um, What would you say are the biggest obstacles that you see student athletes face once they get to campus? Mm, That's a always a great question. And I think it, um, really depends. But oftentimes, I think some of the biggest obstacles are students not really sure where to turn. Um, I I would say an obstacle from an athletic perspective is these athletes have been a big fish somewhere else. They've been a senior on their high school team or on their club team. So transitioning onto a new team, just like any one of us when we have transitioned, can be a challenge. And so that is is certainly an obstacle. But there is this self-imposed pressure Young athletes, freshmen, have feel more pressure because they feel like they have to prove themselves, whereas upperclassmen have been around and have, they've already done that, and so um, they've proven themselves. Yeah, so like that's always like really interesting. And then when you talk about mediation, um, what, what's, what I always find is interesting is there can be a team dynamic there, right? Like if they are trying to mediate with a teammate or there's an issue with a teammate, there's still like a dynamic on that team. You're trying to make peace on a team. And the other thing I'd say about athletes is there is that pressure because we say this to them, their parents probably say this to them, their coaches say this to them, but they're not only representing themselves. They are representing their their athletic department. They are representing their actual team that they play on. So any sort of disciplinary stuff isn't always a reflection just on them, but it reflects on the whole. So there, there can be pressure. I mean, that can be a true obstacle. And what about parents? What's an obstacle that you see parents face with this transition? 
I think what you see in youth sports now um, versus when I played growing up is that, like, parents do travel to every event, and they are on the sidelines or in the stands. Um, and part of that transition is I think that for a lot of parents, it is part of their identity to be the parent of said son or daughter who is an athlete. And, and you get to college, and of course you are still their parent. That, that's, not, that's not ever going away. But the dynamic of that relationship and potentially the, um, how your identity as a parent might be wrapped up in that can change. Because it's you as a parent are now having to make connections with new parents who you don't who you didn't know potentially because they're on a new team. Um, so I, while I have not experienced this personally with my own kids yet, I have seen it with parents that they're also trying to find their way, and they want to they want to be part of the fabric of what's going on in the team. And I think coaches, for the most part, want parents to be involved. But they also want parents to be involved at a distance and, um, and, and to trust what the, coach, what the coaches are doing. And, and that, that can be a real challenge for some parents. And so kind of figuring out what your role is going to be and how to best insert yourself and, and how to, to be a fan and to be a cheerleader and to be an advocate and a resource for your son or daughter at the same time of like not uh, betraying the trust um, of the coaches that, that are coaching your son or daughter. That, that can be a real challenge, I would, I would anticipate. And finding that sense of community. I think for those parents, that's a sense of community. Those become your friends. Those become people you travel with on a lot of weekends in youth sports. And so finding that sense of community is, is still probably really important. So Renee, how can we help athletes navigate the transition to a higher level of play where their athletic ability is likely being matched or exceeded? We can, I think this is where a college campus is a microcosm of any real world experience. And so how we can help navigate them is, is helping students find these resources, helping them find the people to talk to, whether that is counseling services, whether that is a coach, whether that is a residence life assistant, whether that is um, a spiritual life assistant, um, a resident director. I, I think using campus resources will help the students to um, navigate that transition. In any new transition, I think that we always find challenges, and we need people to talk to. But if we are transitioning, you, you guys know, we have students that transition to Belmont from not only all over the United States, but also all over the world. And so those first few days are incredibly important. Those first few months are incredibly important in any student's transition. And I think just helping them stay grounded and focus on what is right in front of them right here and right now and not looking too far ahead. As a freshman, they don't have to know what they want to do with the rest of their life. They need to know how to get to their English class, their first-year writing class. They don't need to know what internship they're going to have in two years from now. And so I just think helping people become the best versions of themselves are also just helping them to be to focus on what's right here and now, be present in what you're doing. Um, and I think if you will 
do that, it's this sort of philosophy of like bloom where you're planted. Well, if you're bouncing all over the place, you are never going to blossom. And so just sort of staying rooted and staying where you are and being true to yourself, I think helps students to be the best version of themselves on the field of play and off the field of play. In this world right now with um, college athletics, um, first of all, as you guys know, we live in a, in a society that's constantly trying to compare ourselves to something else. And in college athletics, oftentimes athletes or parents um, are looking to see who has what and who doesn't have what. Well, they get more gear or they get, they have better facilities. And um, I think it's super important to know the why on why you're somewhere and, and really just trusting the process and knowing that the grass is not always greener on the other side. It's greener where you choose to water it. So pouring in where you are, I think, is incredibly important. And I think if you have that philosophy and you do that, you get out what you put in. It may not be that you get more playing time. It may not be um, that, that you win a national championship or, or a conference championship, but you will have a very fruitful experience if you are not constantly comparing yourself or your experience to somebody else's. How can parents best support their student overall if they're an athlete? I think, uh, one, as a parent myself, but also having dealt with parents and athletes for so many years, um, I think supporting your son or daughter is incredibly important, being their biggest cheerleader, but also challenging them. There are going to be some incredibly tough days. Um, just being an, just being a student in college, there are going to be some really tough days. Um, but, um, being a student athlete, you're going to ride some emotional highs and some emotional lows. So being there for them on the phone, um, having conversations, I think is is incredibly important. But also encouraging your um, your student athlete, your son or daughter, to go talk to people. Know that there are resources, and you don't have to solve all of the problems for them. I think encouraging the students to take ownership and to have tough conversations or to go solve some of these problems on their own is really important. And so encouraging them to go, if they have an issue with a roommate, encouraging that student to go have a conversation with their RA or their RD to sort of navigate or try to work through that situation. Go talk to their academic counselor if they're having an issue with a professor and just help to kind of bounce some of those ideas off of them and to help put those tools in their tool belt to have those conversations. So if they're having an issue with their coach, same idea. You don't have to solve the problem for them, but encourage them to have those conversations and to try to figure out solutions to whatever problem they might be facing. What advice would you give to parents who are helping their students try to decide if they want to do something outside of athletics as well? Um, what you know, how can they navigate that um, and balance that you know balancing those two things or three things or four things? Yeah, great question. Um, obviously, being a student athlete is is time demanding, right? There's a lot of demands that come with that to sort of perfect or hone in on those skills. So from an athletic perspective, student um, athletes, can the NCAA allows them to spend up to 20 hours a week in, in practicing and honing in on those skills. So that's a part-time job. Um, and they're a student, 
So there's expectations, obviously, in the classroom also. But we still want students, and I think it's incredibly important for students to be engaged in areas that they also want to be engaged in. You still have to have some form of a balance. It may not be an equal balance necessarily or a true balance, but but having a social life is important. Being involved in campus, uh, areas of campus that you want to be involved in, study abroad or having internships, that's really important for them to be able to do. But no, I think it's also important to know you can't do it all, right? And I think we all know that as, as adults here is we can't do it all. And, and when you start giving to something else, it's going to take away from another thing. And so finding that appropriate balance that's not going to impact your performance on the field of play in your sport. It's not going to impact your academics, um, but things that can enhance your experience, um, whether that's leadership roles, government roles, um, different student organizations, absolutely lean in and and spend time where you want to spend your time because you'll get the most out of that. Renee, obviously, um, high school athletics and college athletics or maybe like travel ball teams, things that they did um, throughout their youth are very different, two different worlds. What would you say when you're looking at parents or college athletes going into the collegiate realm? um, What would you say to them to navigate that transition well? Yeah, um, another another good question. I, I would say what I have seen over the years um, since since I've been here and in working with student athletes, what I have seen is, first of all, um, club level sports, youth sports, the commitment that it takes to do that um, in high school and even before it is an ex- it takes an extreme amount of time and energy and and really starts to help the student in in um, that transition to college, in my experience. So they have had, college athletes have had to learn how to manage their time prior to being a college athlete. And I, and I would say when I started in this profession and working with, with college athletes, um, it wasn't quite the same. I mean, I felt that helping a student athlete manage their time was a big part of my job. Um I would now say that youth sports kind of prep so much of that because they are already practicing two, three, four times a week, traveling, missing high school classes. So that has helped. Probably the difference is is that I'm not sure they're spending 20 hours a week when they're in high school doing their sport. And so now when you talk about doing 20 hours a week plus holding a class load of 14, 15, 16 hours, that's a challenge. And so I would still say that there is a measure of helping a student manage their time. They have to learn how to, they have to learn when to eat. That sounds really silly, but when you are man, when you are looking at a schedule for a student athlete, um, and they, they might be practicing in the morning, you've got to build in times between their classes that they actually have a proper lunch break and enough time to digest what they're eating. That sounds really silly. I don't like to micromanage somebody's schedule, but In some cases, we're going to look at it and say, here are your blocks of time where you need to get some proper studying in. You need to be in bed by 11 or 12 o'clock. Really silly things, but that can go a long way. So I would say that still helping them manage their time and using those resources on campus to help build out schedules, a planner. That sounds really silly. Who carries an actual planner around these days? Carrying a planner 
really important or using the resources on your phone um, or the resources that the athletic department might provide like teamworks um, or something like that to be able to manage would be really helpful. I think it is so important for all of us to realize that these students are more than just athletes and their academics are so important, but so is their social life. So is their friendships, their emotional development, their spiritual development. Parents, higher education professionals, professors, all of us should look at these young men and women as holistic beings and focus on helping them grow academically, professionally, personally, and not just with their physical abilities within their sport. As we wrap up this episode, we want to thank Renee Schultz for taking the time to be a guest on our show. If you want to learn more, check out our other The College Parent Podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Have a great day, and we'll see you next time.